This week on Reliving the Extreme, we are discussing the episode of ECW from February the 13th, 1996. Nate Maxson, your host here, along with my brother Aaron. Hey, everybody. And Mr. Chad Austin. Tallyo, fellow fucking fuck bases, whatever the fuck. <laughs> and I told Aaron, I don't know, I don't even know how to... It's going to be hard to dive into this one because my notes, the, the show is very schizophrenic, so my notes are very schizophrenic. It is, um, man. I, I, I agree, dude. And I'm not, I'm not going to lay judgment on whether that's good or bad until we're done and we've hashed it out. Because sometimes, sometimes I'll watch a show and I'll be like, that was really good. And then when we break it down, I'm like, well, it actually kind of stunk, <laughs> you know, or whatever. So I'm not going to lay judgment until we get through it. But um yeah, like I said, this is the episode of ECW TV from February 13th, 96. And we start off picking up where we left off last week. We left off last week with Saturn continuing to shave his head. And uh, that's what he's doing as we start the show this week. It's pretty much Saturn. I put Saturn finishes his haircut. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, uh, fuck it. I don't, I, whatever. Aaron, you go. <laughs> Usually, I, when rather, there's a, I'd rather follow off of you because I don't know what the fuck's going on here anymore. Usually, when there's a haircutting, it makes it's like supposed to make the guy look worse, but it's like he looks better without the hair. You know what I mean? Like he looks more intimidating or whatever. So it's kind of whatever. But I'm not gonna I, I be. Always, I always liked him. I, I mean, I I always put him over. I, I actually I put over Saturn, um, or no the other one, the other, right. yeah I put him over more. Like I, I was partly responsible for getting them them their jobs in ECW to begin with, because um because of uh, IW not IWA is uh whatever whatever Burt Prentice ran, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, what it was called, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, but I, I I got I got them um, I got them jobs there, and then when I left and went went back to Philly Philly after I was gone for a year or so whatever it was, and I told Paul I was like, dude, like you got you you need a tag team. You have these two fucking black eyes that are just you know killing people, <laughs> you know, more or less. <laughs> And I was like, you need this tag team. And he's like, uh, who, who are they? And I told him it was the Eliminators. And uh, and basically, yeah, I, I got on their job there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it, it, I, it was for it was for lack of it was for lack of there was nobody else there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I could have put I could have put fucking you and fucking Aaron together and said, you know, you two fucking idiots could be fuck you know what I mean, a tag team in ECW. But it just so happened that I just ran into, you know, these guys. I have my I, I think I have my t- my timeline screwed up in in my head. I can't remember how soon before how soon before the Eliminators were in ECW was their run in Memphis or their small run in Memphis? It was it was then. It was done. Done. Seriously. Okay. Like yeah. um I, I I was I was there. I, I can't I can't give you the month, but I was there 
with Ian Rotten. And we sat there with them, like at, at Louisville, in, in the fucking Louisville place. And they were already talking about leaving. And I had just started Memphis. So this was mm-hmm. probably, you know, probably summer of 95, 90, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I had just started, and I'm sitting there talking to fucking fat ass Ian, and um, and they were already talking about like ECW, and I'm like, yeah, we we already worked there, and and they were talking about going there, and you know, we were like, all right, man, you know, good luck, and dude. Ninety five, ninety five in Memphis, they're like, yeah, we can't, we can't continue to get paid in cinnamon tro- toast crunch. It just, uh, it's not gonna work. <laughs> we gotta. Pretty much. <laughs> and Ian was like, I'm gonna continue being paid with cinnamon toast crunch. I don't know I don't know who the fuck I don't know who the fuck promised me forty dollars a night, but they were a liar. God damn you, Dutch Mantel. God damn you. No, it's Burt Prentice, probably. Another guy who's had plenty of cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> it it was like like literally it was um I'll go I'll go to Nashville on Saturday afternoon. Then I'll go to Nashville at uh, or Wednesday at Evansville. Drive to a spot show, you know, five hours away, and then drive back. And then, and then they were always like, "Well, since everybody's quitting, we're not going to pay you until you get to Evansville." So Unlikely fucking story. I get my paycheck and I look at it and go, "Good lord!" <laughs> you know, it, it it it's a good thing I saved like literally ten grand to go there because I didn't make ten grand while I was there. The <laughs> the next thing we see on the show, Joey is in the ring, introing the show. They are back in Queens uh, for this for this taping, and then we get Taz and Fonzie out to the ring. Cutting a promo on 911. Rey Mysterio comes to the ring and pretty much kind of gives the we're not going to let you bully us speech. And then Taz proceeds to fuck him up. One thing I did write down out of the uh, I don't know if anybody remembers the, the movie 12 Monkeys, but there was a sign in the uh, crowd that said Taz is the 13th monkey. <laughs> I noticed it till the end of the show. But yeah, it's Taz is the 13th monkey was a funny sign. And I, um, I don't know if <laughs> is not is nine one one gone, or is he like hurt? Because they're they're half ass they're half ass knocking him, like you know what I mean? Like they're almost like calling him a coward and like that he doesn't want to come out and fight Taz. And I don't remember if he if he's gone now or if he's coming back. But no, I, I not really no, put no, him over no, anymore. Yeah, I I I I love I love me some Taz. Me and me and Taz are still are still friends. I, I love me some Taz, and I I hate even talking to him now. He's a dick. Like talking to him, like even as a friend, like he's a dick. And you know, um, you're like, yeah, um, I haven't talked to him in probably what two or three weeks. And and then I the, all I all I ever do is make fun of how stupid he sounds on. Yeah, you know, uh, whatever that show is. 
Yeah, which show is he on now? I don't even remember. They have so many fucking shows. I have no idea who's on. Dude, that, that, that's why I didn't say it. I don't fucking know what it is either. <laughs> I, 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 you know, it's it's either on Friday night, Saturday morning, Wednesday night. You know what I mean? I don't fucking know. And 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 Taz, Taz is Taz is a great guy, dude. I, I mean, he he really is cool. Like he's a good guy, but I'm like, I don't fucking, I can't keep up with you. Dude. I'm not even sure he can keep up with himself. <laughs> well, they have uh, this. This whole thing is just the actually most of this episode is pretty wacky. But like, like I said, Ray comes out to do the you know you're not gonna bully us around thing, and Taz essentially beats him up. And then for some reason, fucking JT Smith comes out. And then Hack JT, and Hack, JT yeah, like, and Hack come out to they come out to help even though they were feuding against each other, but they both decide to come out and help Ray. Um JT decides that he's gonna do the Italian thing and kick a man while he's down, which upsets Hack Myers, and then Hack Myers attacks JT and they brawl. And then Joey tries to restart. You, you gotta have Hack Myers. <clears throat> Fuck. And then Joseph tries to restart, which also brings out woman who interrupts the pro interrupts and cuts a promo about going to WCW but wanting to stay in ECW. And then it's like Sandman comes out, interrupts woman, calls her a bitch. Then Too Cold comes out, hints that he's <laughs> leaving, but ends up calling her a bitch too, and he carries her out and throws her in a limo. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? We just saw this on the last show we saw. Was too cold carrying her out of the building, and he's doing it again. It's like they just did it in every town, so they're like, "Ah, oh, let's just keep playing it because we did it." Yeah, in every well, and that's the, the thing. It's that's what I was. I actually have written down here. It's fine to do this in every town, but don't televise that you do it in every town. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it's almost like too cold, so stupid that he can only do it. In the same town, you know what I mean. <laughs> I forgot that I, keeps, I forgot he, that I did keeps, this last time. He keeps carrying her outside of the building, but he's too down to put her down. And so he's walking back in with her. <laughs> you keep and they said, you keep you keep taking the bitch out, but you keep bringing the bitch back in. <laughs> yeah, and they they, they, they they just keep sending a woman out to go. You're an idiot. You know, like um, we're in a different town now. Um, you know, like. Can you move on? <laughs> you know, like, and then Scorpio's like looking at her, like, uh, um, I just to go back to something you mentioned earlier, Aaron. I looked it up because I wasn't sure on the timing either. It sounds like 911 at this point is gone because they started up the feud with Taz and then they scrapped it because 911 left the promotion after falling out backstage with Paul Heyman over Paul Heyman's treatment of the ring crew. I don't know. What? It's, not, it's, not it's it's the it's the it's the internet. Right <laughs> it's the internet. So believe what you know. Believe half of what you see and none of what you see. But um, but that's the uh, apparent. The long oh, and short of it, yes, is that it appears at this point he is gone, which will explain something that happens later on in the show. But didn't Paul give half the rig crew jobs in the ring? I mean. <laughs> I yeah. thought some of the. Hey, I was gonna say I thought they just put up their own <laughs> ring anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I thought I, he did them pretty good. I think, but whatever. 
I, I, I was waiting to see if the ring was even going to be there at the next show. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Paul got rid of the, of, the, of the ring crew. So originally, like Todd Gordon and Eddie Gilbert used Wolfman's ring. And then Paulie used Rocco's ring. Now that Rocco's gone, Chad, do you know, did they just now do they just have their own ring or are they using somebody else's ring now? They used our ring. Okay. Uh, like um, the ring with the black robes? Yeah. That's our ring. <laughs> it, that, that's a fucking, that's a fucking ring. It, it's, uh, it, it's a great ring. The only problem is it's a fucking, uh, I think it's a 16 by 16. It's, it's not, it's not a TV ring. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I, like, I, I don't know if you guys know anything about that at all, but it's not a TV ring. It's, it, it, it's, uh, it needs to be bigger. Is it, is the reason for that? Is it just, but I, how do I want to say this? For a TV, the difference between having a ring, a ring that's good on TV and a ring that's not good on TV, aesthetically, is it just because you can get better shots in a smaller ring or in a bigger ring? I mean, yeah, because it's a bigger ring, and I mean you can shoot from better angles, mm -hmm. and you know, and and you can get like better, like you know, better, like. You know, better angles, basically. But it's um a small ring like that. Like you know, you can't do shit because when you're doing spots, like every time you do an act, like a spot, you're you're that close to the ropes. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, at sixteen by sixteen or an eighteen by eighteen. <coughs> so um. Yeah, that's that's the ring they used was the ring that was the ring that we gave them, eighteen well, by eighteen. You know, the, get in where you fit in, fucking idiots. Yeah. The next, all that shit. The next segment after Scorpio, uh, like Aaron said again, takes a woman out of the building. That's her new means of transportation to get to the hotel. I guess it's just have Scorpio take her out of the out of the arena, but. Um, we, have a segment with, we have a segment with uh, Stevie and Meanie, and here comes Stevie being Stevie. I'm just not a fan of Stevie Richards. Very few are. <laughs> but Stevie uh, and Meanie, uh, they uh, confront I'll let, I'll let you say it first, because how about this? I don't like Stevie Richards. But they, uh, they come out to talk to Joey and Joey's still in the ring. Like I said, this is Joey. I think at the, in this show was probably in the ring for the first 45 minutes of the, of the show, but Stevie and Meanie come out uh, pretty much. Stevie wants Sandman to says Raven wants Sandman to back out of the upcoming title match. Of course, Sandman says no. Stevie threatens to give Sandman a Stevie kick. Meanie wants to kick him. And then Meanie gets caned. And Aaron, I you might have more detail, but this was this is what I wrote down about this ridiculousness going on in the ring. It's just the same. They want him to back out of the title match. Like he said, uh, Meanie wants to do the super kick, gets hit with the cane. Then Raven comes out because they failed. 
Um, he confronts Richards. He calls him stupid and says um, that he's stupid and he's a loser. And he points down at Meanie and he says, I even gave you your, I, I, I even gave you um, your own Meanie. And then he calls Meanie a fat, a piece of fat hell, whatever that means. <laughs> he's like, look at this hell. piece of fat hell is what he calls him. <laughs> and then Raven slaps um, Richards around. Um, Richards begs him to stop and says he has a surprise for him. And the surprise is that he's suing Missy Hyatt for sexual harassment. But the one that, hold on, the funny thing about it, the funny thing about it was I did think it was funny that he had to, he had to reach into Meanie shorts to get the lawsuit paper. And the crowd's reaction to that was great. They were like, oh, no. (laughs) When he lifted up the legs or whatever, they were like, oh, no, oh, no. But he's suing Missy Hyatt for sexual harassment. Then Missy Hyatt comes out and confronts Stevie. Raven says that he'll drop the suit um, if <laughs> she gets with him. Um, she says no. And then the Raven ha- obviously has a low sperm count because why she, she could knock. Why did she cut her hair so short, man? I don't know. She it was it was that short in WCW, right? In like 93, but I don't know what she, I mean, she had, I don't know. It's just weird. And I think it's, uh, they're doing the, they're doing the sexual harassment thing on her because she's sexually, she sued WCW for sexual harassment. So it's like an inside joke on that. But, um, and then the Sandman comes out or yeah, Sandman comes out because Raven goes to attack her and Raven lays everybody out and, um, before Missy goes to make, did you guys catch Joey's joke? Did you catch the joke they had? Let me see. Because I wasn't reading my notes. Because you, no, I didn't. Um, she goes to get ready to make out with Sandman and looks at Joey, grabs him by the shirt, and it's actually a funny joke. Looks at him, she goes, "Are you even 18? And he was like, "He, and he goes, I was when this segment started." Good <laughs> <laughs> lord, that's fun. <laughs> Because it's like gone like thirty seven minutes. It's like Jesus Christ, but yeah, and that's that's basically half of the show. Is just, and, and you say what you want to say, but I actually do like it sometimes when it's just like I, I mean, it, I love it, this segment bleeding, segment bleeding into segment. Yeah, and like I said, segment. like I said when I started, when we started, I wasn't necessarily saying this was bad. I'm just saying it was a very frantic episode. There's a lot going on, and it just is just coming at you, man. And there's no there's no time to breathe. <laughs> like I mean, I I, I always thought um, like Missy, like I mean, it, maybe it's me that I was always like, oh, cool, Missy's here, man. You know what I mean? But she was never the same Missy that she was. I don't know. 15 years ago, you know, and I was all, I, I mean, I was always just glad that she was there, but at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm going, you ain't, it, it ain't the same, you know, it, <laughs> you, you ain't got any, you know. Yeah, well, and essentially what this segment, the purpose of this segment, hopefully, hopefully Scorpio taking woman out the back door was the last time. <laughs> Carrying her out. But, but the the uh the speaking of back door we got missy <laughs> well I was, 
<laughs> well, I was just saying, essentially, the the set, the the long and short of it, it's WCW <laughs> is is replace. Essentially, they're replacing woman with Missy for Sandman. You just slipped Missy into the same role that that woman was playing. Yeah, it, it was it was taking her out of WCW. Yeah, well, and, one is one up, one of them. One of them is going away and going to WCW, and the other one's coming from WCW yeah. into ECW. And, and here I am looking for the door. <laughs> Which door are you guys going out of? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I need to find out what what's one of these doors or. or... No, you're, you're taking you're taking one girl out one door, one girl out the other door, and here I'm going in the middle, going, "What do you want from me?" Well, Joey comes back. Um, now he's finally not in the ring. Oh, go ahead, Aaron. The only thing I was going to add is when you do that, like, like quick, quick thing, like, it, it, if something goes bad, it's easy to for some people not to remember it. You know what I mean? Because it's like rapid fire stuff. So, yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, you're right. You're right. Of course. But I enjoyed it. So, but now we're actually going to get into like, matches so i'll let you take over well joey comes back and this time he's not in the ring he talks about all the happenings going on um says the entire wrestling industry is against taz and his bullying nature and bill alfonso and uh the next stuff that we are going to see is uh from the big apple blizzard blast say that five times fast the big apple blizzard blast from ecw Sounds like something you can get at Dairy Queen, but <laughs> ain't nobody saying that. <laughs> Fucking um, uh, King Kalua might do that. That also sounds like something you could get at a Dairy Queen. <laughs> I'll have a Big Apple, Big Apple Blizzard Blast, and a King Kalua, please. And a chili dog. And a chili dog. <laughs> a chili dog and a handshake. Um. And a chili Willy. <laughs> we're a few, Kinkalua, we're, we're a few years. We're a few years from Chili Willy. Um, they show Paulie introduce that he's got that they have camera people, cameramen there from the television show A Current Affair. Does that show even still exist? Oh my god! No, I forgot shows. about this. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I forgot about all this. None of those shows exist anymore. Yeah, fucking um. I don't know what Jeff Jeff Jones. I think I think he set all this shit up, and it was like it was like it was it, there was more people that didn't work in the locker room that worked in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you could, you could you couldn't fucking go anywhere without somebody going. Hey, let me ask you a question, and then you you know you look at them, you're like, what? And the the only the only thing they ever asked me about was New Jack. And he must have asked me, I don't know, 13, 14 times. You know, like, all right, so um you know and and, and what again about this New Jack situation? And I'm like, what the fuck do you you know, watch it. You know what I mean? Right. Like what? I mean, what do you want me to tell you? And that's all they kept asking about. And it was, you know, it, it must. It, there was definitely fifteen, sixteen people in the in the in the back 
like doing the show. And, and and it was all it was all Jeff Jones doing. I'm I'm sure it was. I mean, I love Jeff. He's 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 one of my best friends. But I, I'm sure that he booked all this. Then you, you know, know, you know, you know that whether they were going to report, whether they were going to report fairly, unfairly, good or bad on ECW, you know, Polly didn't give a shit because all press is good press. That, but that's fucking that's. In my opinion, that's stupid. I mean, I, 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 I get the whole all press is good press and all, but they made ECW look dumb. You know, they did. They, they made it. They made it to look like a fucking garbage kind of thing. And I'm thinking, like, if somebody would have had legal precedent to stop and say, like, you can't. You know what I mean? It's wrestling, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't do that. We're trying to make money here, and you're telling these fucking people that, oh yeah, these are hand bones. You know, you know, and I'm, and I'm like, no, you, you, you I, I, yeah, you know, you can't, you can't do that. It, that that's not the way it works. It'd be a di- it'd be a different story if it was uh some like out you know outlaw fucking promotion that you see on Facebook whatever like they're or that god or that good or that god or that god that godforsaken XPW I don't know anything about XPW yeah that Rob Black XPW promotion oh that guy with thumb and shit. Yeah, I hate that. that. That shit's garbage. It's terrible. It's like I'd rather I'd rather be bored watching the AWA than watch anything XPW ever did. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I never I never watched that anyway. So. You, you didn't you didn't you didn't miss a fucking thing. <laughs> homeless. They got a they had a guy named Homeless Jimmy. Isn't it? Isn't that where that fat guy fucking fell off the goddamn? No, yeah, New Jack went. New Jack threw Vic Grimes off the, off the scaffold, intending to kill him. Yes, is that was is that was that was? Yes, yes, he was yeah. intending. to Oh, kill that's him. that's pro wrestling. Oh, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I completely, I, I forgot about what I was watching anyway. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, they had such they had such dignitaries as homeless Jimmy, Pogo the clown. Well, Damien Steele. Damian I'm sorry. Steel. Right now, I'm a big fan of Carlito. I don't. And his little <laughs> fucking the, the his little fucking uh, they, garbage kids, whatever the fuck. They cut the grass and stuff. They had the they had the one thumb. The one I'm thumb still I'm still waiting for Carlito to come over here and cut my grass. That's not cool. <laughs> Him and his fucking little fucking you know, I don't know who they are, you know. They're all riding. Why is there four people on a fucking goddamn fucking ride along? I don't fucking know. Well, they show us that after the current affair shit, they show us footage of the headhunters winning a match. I know one of them was pinning uh, El Puerto Ricano. I couldn't, I didn't make, I didn't see who the partner was, but Axel Rodden. Okay. But the headhunters won a match. They showed us a little bit of footage of that. They show us. Once again, Stevie and Meanie doing the or not doing correctly the Fargo strut. <laughs> they show 
they show Bubba doing his dance in the ring, which is always entertaining. And then we get footage of a match between Mr. Hughes and Sabu. Well, I, 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 I got to send you guys a picture of um, me and, uh, and Victor. And, uh, and me and the uh, fucking, I, 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 dude, I couldn't, I couldn't tell Paul like enough times how much I was like, dude, you gotta, you gotta fucking use these two fucking slobs, you know, like the counters. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I was their biggest fans and hell, I, I, I could have been instrumental in even fucking bringing them in to begin with. Because I was like, dude, the headhunters, like 1993, I was in the fucking crowd when they brought Ian and me out of the crowd to go to to work for Ian to work them or with Public Enemy, like the first show or whatever it was. And I'm like, dude, it's the fucking headhunters. It's Mo Mo Feet, Mo Fot, you know, Mo. <laughs> Fucking, you know, whatever the fuck your name is, you know. What I'm saying? He's got diabetes. He's got diabetes now, so he's no feet. He's got no feet. <laughs> no feet. <laughs> but 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 you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, I always yeah. thought they had. I always thought they had a cool look. Fuck no, dude, they were great. I mean, did you guys ever watch Wings? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen I've seen some of that stuff. Yes, they were great. And 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 when when they came in like um like like with me and Eddie, and I was like, dude, you gotta fucking these guys are gonna be your fucking uh your team because Eddie had already worked there. He he already knew them, mm-hmm. so like me and Eddie already knew like these guys were like we were gonna build a foundation around you know what I mean these guys, but. It's not. It, it wasn't. It wasn't us. It was. It was Victor. Fucking Victor, the fucking child protector. You know what I mean? It wasn't. That's that wasn't how it worked. Um, Victor had a problem with Paul or Eddie at, at that time. It was Eddie, and then, you know, as it went on, then it became Paul. So. Hmm. Like they weren't coming back because Paul and you know you know you know you know Paul and they had a falling out. Yeah. So that's where it all that's that's what that's that's how it all came around. And I, I was like, dude, these fucking guys, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean and and I, I, I didn't have I didn't have, have any weight. weight. So, so all, all I could say, say was these guys, these guys are great. Are great. Yeah, like I said, I always thought I always thought they had a cool look, and um, I remember. I mean, back then when I was watching, I was pretty much a teenager, and they were kind of in and out of of American promotions. So at that time, I didn't see them a lot because obviously pre-internet, I didn't, I wasn't a tape trader or anything back then. So, but I've seen stuff since then on YouTube and such from Wing and and Puerto Rico and. Yeah, I think I think they're they're pretty underrated and didn't get their fair shake in the business. Well, at least here in this country in the business, I'll say. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. they, they, they made they made, they made halfway decent money, money in, in Japan, Japan and, and Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. So, so it, 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 it wasn't like they it wasn't like they were right. 
They just, they just they, they, remember when WWE brought him out? Yeah, they called him the squat team. Yeah, they actually brought they actually brought him in twice because they brought him in once as the squat team. It was at Royal Rumble '96, and it was just like a one shot thing. And then they brought him in later on in I think '97 because it was actually actually extra after they had gotten the Titantron. Raw, and they brought him in with Cornette as their manager, like acting like a coach or something. And then they were gone just as quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why? I mean, I don't know. Fucking Ray Charles could see fucking Cornette would have been a great manager for them. They can't talk. They're two fat slobs. I mean, the one looks like my fucking wife. Just throw them out there, you know what I mean, and and Cornette can talk for them. I mean, yep. it, it it sounds like it, it rates itself, right? You would think so. Yeah, it'd be like, yeah, you got two big fucking fat black guys that that shouldn't be able to talk. Then you got Cornette that could fucking talk, fucking you know, anything. And there you go. As a matter of fact, Cornette's going to fucking represent me in court. (laughs) The next divorce court. The next match we see on this, uh, or footage of anyway, on this show is the Gangsters versus Sandman and Scorpio. And uh, it appeared that Sandman and Scorpio won this match. It was a good match, man. Wasn't it? They didn't show much of it on this show. I don't know if we're going to get it full length at some point on any of the other shows, but they only showed pretty much a couple of clips and then the finish on this show. But it looked like it was good from what I saw. I mean, uh, all of the participants are fine. Uh, all, the, all the participants are fine. <laughs> They're fine. <laughs> all the participants. That's the best. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Johnny Rods. W- what a hand. What a great participant. Yes. <laughs> Him and SD, boy. Could they put a ring together? <laughs> well, and then we get now we get the main event quote unquote tag match of the show. <laughs> Aaron, unless you had anything else on what we just discussed. No, just it's dangerous putting Mr. Hughes in a match with Sabu. Because Sabu lays him out on the table, he's probably just gonna fall asleep. <laughs> but other than that, nah, it's just the it, basically what they were doing was hyping this thing and saying these aren't the matches you're gonna see on TV. And pretty much, it's just a way. To, <laughs> yeah. It was a way to sell their videotape, and you can't fault them for that. Dude, I remember. I I, I don't know whether it was Axel. It was somebody, but when they were talking about like Mr. Hughes, whatever, and and, and they were and whoever it was was like, oof, you know, I don't think this is a great idea, you know. And then I, I, I you know, me being addicted, I am, just probably jumped in. It was like, yeah, that's probably ain't the greatest idea, in the, you know what I mean, in the world. <laughs> 
But you said it, it, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't Axel, was it? No. Who, no. who was Mister Hughes with? Sabu. Sabu. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, it was it was me and Axel that were sitting around going, "Oh, this ain't the greatest idea," because you know, like uh, whatever Aaron said, Mister Hughes is gonna fall asleep in the middle of the match, <laughs> and all Sabu's gonna do is jump all over him. You know, <laughs> like he's gonna lay there, and Sabu's just gonna flip and flop. You know, and Axel was the one that I remember telling Paul was like, "I don't think it's." Big. The main event tag, or I guess, quote-unquote, you call it the main event tag match of the show. The match that we get the most footage of is a tag match with Shane Douglas and Tommy Dreamer against Raven and Stevie Richards. Um, they have a little back and forth to start the match, and then Stevie Richards is kind of a dig on Dean, on Dean Douglas, obviously. Shane Douglas puts on a reveals he's wearing a razor Ramon t-shirt or he puts on a razor Ramon t-shirt just to rub the salt in the eyes of Shane Douglas from his time in the WWF, obviously. Uh, it, it, it's probably where I fucking, where I bailed out. Cause I don't like any of them motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, so I, I ain't spending my time watching this shit. Stevie stinks. I mean, I kind of like Raven. Other we've, than esta- that, we've established we've established that Dreamer stinks. <laughs> there was a guy in the there was a guy in the stick to wrestling group today that made a post about he's like and he was pretty much presented his case that Tommy Dreamer is the worst wrestler of all time. Tommy Dreamer is the worst wrestler. Of all yes, time? yes, and dude had his. I mean, he presented his case for why Tommy Dreamer is the worst wrestler of all time. I don't have the post up here, so I can't read it. But I was like, "Oh, shit, oh, I, 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 yeah, I, I have, to, I, I had to see this post because I might just go like, yeah, you're, you're, if you're not right, you're fucking pretty close, dude.' <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's in the stick to wrestling group, and I know you're in that group, so you'll probably see it. But yeah, I was like, "Damn, he's presenting his fucking case." <laughs> Tommy Dreamer stinks, dude. Fuck. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. TNA, you know what I mean? Fuck, fuck him. He stinks. Well, this match, there's a lot. There's a lot going on during this match because, of course, Cactus Jack gets involved to come out after Shane Douglas because they're feuding. Sandman comes out and Kane's Raven because they're feuding. Sandman Kane's the referee, and I'm sure this match was long as hell because it was definitely oh yeah for television. Probably, it was probably. 30 minutes probably. Yeah, I was going to say, they showed us about 12 minutes of it, and I'm sure it was probably at least a half an hour long. Yeah, with all the, the finish was all fucking the, stupid. With all the shenanigans and such. <laughs> the finish was fucking stupid. It was all stupid. She duct taped a frying pan to Tommy Dreamer's foot, and then he <laughs> did an enziguri on Stevie and pinned him. Do you know how many times that I fucking yelled in the locker room about the goddamn fucking cookie sheet. It's a fucking cookie sheet. I yelled at, you know, anytime I would see like anybody get hit over the head with a cookie sheet and I would, I would just stand up and be like, who the fuck's selling this? I, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't sell this, you know, it's a fucking cookie sheet. It's 10, you know what I mean? 
And like nobody, not a single person that that worked in that fucking locker room. Tommy Dreamer, Tommy Rich, Tommy your sister's ass, anybody. Nobody would listen to me. And I'm going, I mean, you wouldn't see fucking Jerry Lawler do this, you know? It's the same, it's the same, yeah, it's the same principle as those, you know, people selling selling those aluminum trash cans like they were hit with a bullet. There's that one episode, there's an episode of Nitro where Tony Schiavone, Tony Schiavone totally shits on that. No, it's a, it's a, no, it's a, it's a pay-per-view. Because oh, okay. he's with he's with Tanae and Bobby. Wait, 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 wait a second here. I went to the hospital because of a of a trash can. It's not because the trash can. It's it's the lid. He's talking about the trash can. Oh, the, the lid. Oh, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah that, that's not, not, Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's what I meant was the lid. Yes. Yeah, I got. I think it's not. I think. I think it's not been hacked. Can. I think it's Dobbs and Hacker having a match and they're hitting each other with the trash can lid. And Tony goes, you know, that thing, it makes a, it makes an amazing noise and it really pops the fans, but it doesn't really do any damage. (laughs) (laughs) He says it like on pay-per-view and Bobby and Mike are like, what the fuck? (laughs) Well, at that point, of course, Tony Schiavone's fucking checked out at WCW. Oh yeah, he's all fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't give a shit, but yeah, he's totally shits on the trash can. That's the fun. best part is like, and and not to get out, of, not to get out of pocket or like move away from ECW. It's like back in that back at that period, Tony got a lot of he had a bad rap because everybody thought he sucked. But it's like you watch it now, knowing what he was going through. I'm like, this dude's amazing. Like he is shitting on this company in front of everybody and getting paid for it. <laughs> Yeah, that that yeah, that <laughs> yeah, that was some like shit, is... man. <laughs> I, I don't, uh, I, you know, like I I always liked how like the people at ECW like they would hand the people the weapons and shit like that. You know what I mean? But nobody ever handed them anything that I thought was worth a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, a gun. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they handed him a, a trash can lid, or they handed him uh, this or that. And I'm like the switch, the switch blade, the switch blade, a fucking knife. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you want to fucking you, you? If you want to get even with Raven, you fucking stab that fucking piece of shit. You know what I mean? Maybe <laughs> think of maybe think of Rob Bartlett when he's like during the commercial, Shawn Michaels pulled a knife, <laughs> and Vince is like, "Oh no, oh no, oh no, he did not." <laughs> yeah, them motherfuckers, they didn't fucking like. I'm like, dude, I don't who I mean, I don't know who the fuck's leaving their house going, "Hey mom, can I borrow this fucking you know paper towel holder?" <laughs> You know, fucking pizza pan, whatever. Can't yeah? Can I take your candelabra to ECW? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody's saying nobody's saying. Hey, mom, I gotta fucking go out in the garage and find that fucking. I'm gonna find them spurs from when you rode the horse. 
the gas lantern. I need a gas lantern to take yeah, anything. <laughs> anything that would really fuck somebody up because uh pizza pan's not doing it. Fuck off. Well, like Aaron said, the the uh the Tommy Dreamer gets this this the pin on Stevie Richards after that stupid finish of the tag match. And now we have Taz versus the Shark Attack Kid, who you may remember. No, I was about to say, I wrote down here, you may remember, or probably not, as the Dirt Bike Kid. I I, I wasn't there, so I don't know. Why'd they have to change it? I don't know. I just know that he is, I remember. It could have been me. (laughs) I remember the guy being like a thing for a few minutes in the mid-90s on the indie scene called the Dirt Bike Kid. That, and, that, uh, that, that, that's him, that's him. Mm-hmm. But Taz pretty much, you know, suplexes him on his head and gives him the Kata Hajime and beats him. Calls out 911. No 911. He really, he really either did knock that dude for a loop or that guy was like a great seller because he was, he looked fucked up. <laughs> Honestly. So I, got, so I don't know if Sam, I don't know if Taz just accidentally dropped him a little stiff or what, but if he didn't, good job, shark attack kid. <coughs> it's the only time anybody's ever said that. Probably well, that's good, good that's, job, that's, buddy. That's that's because if, if you look at if you look back at Taz's uh, previous um opponents, they were all smarter than him. Or some, you know what I mean? And he could dump them and they weren't going to do shit about nothing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, gonna, they, yeah, they were going to do. They weren't going to do shit about fuck. Yeah, it, it was me. It was Shark Boy. It was fucking, uh, whatever his name is, fucking Escar Gold. Whatever his fuck's name is, Escar Got Kid. What's his name? <laughs> Puerto Ricano. Whatever. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, he's not Escargot. <laughs> Escargo, um, but, but but you know what I mean. My cargo. It, it was it was always it was always us, Donnie. You know, fucking um, I can't remember. I I can't remember all their fucking names, but you know what I mean. It was always yeah. guys that Taz could just fucking toss around, and and guys that would let Taz toss them around, and I I was I was. I'm not bragging about it, but I was the best. If I wasn't the best, then Taz wouldn't have asked me to be his opponent, you know, eight times out of ten. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I, 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 I'd stand there and go, all right, dude, do your thing, dummy. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> well, yeah, then Taz calls out 911. Todd Gordon comes out and says 911 has left the building. Which means nine one one is no longer with ECW, but I think they're going to at this point replace him with a far better replacement. <laughs> I'm not sad nine one one is gone because now we have the emergence in ECW of Bam Bam Bigelow who shows up at the arena or at this arena. It's actually not the arena. It's not the ECW. Anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. Bam Bam Bigelow makes his first appearance in ECW. And I love I loved uh, uh Fonzie. I mean, I know he was worked up and everything, but he said he he screamed at Bam Bam, "You're not supposed to be here. You're WWF." <laughs> yeah, and Bam Bam is makes his big debut in Galoshes. 
He's wearing <laughs> what looked to be galoshes. We understand it, it's snowing out. It was before It's like remove your galoshes, please. <laughs> I know it's snowing, but it's not snowing inside. But it is cool that Bam Bam's there, and um, he's. There's been a lot of guys, but to me, it was like he was like the first like big guy. You know what I mean? To me, like the first. Because, like, we got guys like Tully that showed up, or this guy or that guy, but this was the first guy that hadn't been there that's coming fresh out of one of the companies. You know what I mean? In my opinion. But he was also, he was also one of the first guys that he helped Paul book um, shows, like B-shows, like on, the, on Asbury Park. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All them shows. And... I got drunk with him, so I, I, I didn't get like you know? and that's not sorry, I was just gonna say that's not me like knocking cactus or anything, because I know cactus was a big deal when he came in there, but it's like this guy main evented WrestleMania and shit, you know what I mean? And now he's there. So it's it's a big fucking deal, I think. Yeah, it was. It, it, it was it was a great deal. Because um Pam could go, you know. Walk up and down the boardwalk and get you know get shows. Yep. And you know all they gotta do is look at him. You know they he ain't got a fucking he 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 don't even have to solicit. You know what I'm saying? And also in the in the perception of everything, if you think about it, the perception of ECW. And again, like Aaron said, not taking nothing away from Terry Funk, taking nothing away from Cactus, but anybody else who had okay, like Shane Douglas. All right, Shane Douglas had been. You know, mid-card dude in WCW, he comes to ECW, he goes to the WWF and fucking fails miserably. Um, and et cetera, et cetera. Bam Bam is like the first guy that it looks like ECW got a WWF superstar. You know what I mean? Yeah, he 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 looks like somebody who's a wrestler. Yes. Yes. He didn't he didn't look like a joke in the in the WWF, like Aaron said. Love it or hate it, he main evented a WrestleMania, you know. I mean, Shane's still worth a target. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. It's it, it, all fine and good and all, but we weren't running. We were. We weren't running shows in Target. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's all fucking great. But for Bam Bam to be um, a native of uh, New Jersey, he could get us shows in Asbury Park, mm-hmm. like real fucking shows. Whether it was on the boardwalk or at that fucking um, armory, whatever it was, you know, he 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 could do that. Yep, I know because um, that worked him. So overall, to close things out, what was your overall opinion of this week's episode of ECW, gentlemen? I'll wait. Uh, I enjoyed it. I I I liked the chaotic beginning of it and. Um, once he got down to the matches, I mean, the matches were what they were, and it was cool seeing Bammer show up. So I, I enjoyed it. Oh, I, I, I liked it too, but I'm also afraid to go to the fucking liquor store tonight because I, like, I don't feel like I don't feel like beating somebody up again with my slipper. You I, might be, I, I need a couple of the XPW guys. Take a take a crock this time. <laughs> <laughs> who's that? Who's that fucking jabroni got? Who got uh? Who got tapped out at fucking Jimmy Seafood? The guy from um, 
like XPW, whatever it was. Oh, Excalibur shit. did it. Was it Messiah? No, it was that fucking guy, uh, like somebody cross or whatever the fuck. And um, I, I was I was still in the restaurant. I was still there when um, Excalibur was tapping this guy out in the sidewalk. And I was waiting for my Uber, and I walked out, and I was just like, "What the fuck is all this about?" <laughs> and, and I was like, I, you know, I stepped, I stepped over the guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, I ain't got time. You should have, you should have said, "You don't even work here. You're WWF, <laughs> dude." I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I I've had enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I've, I've, I've done. In the last couple of weeks, I've done so much shit, and I'm like, dude, I had a thirty fucking five year old, thirty five year career, and I did more in the last fucking three weeks than I did in thirty five years. <laughs> fucking beating up some guy with a fucking shoe. Bears. Well, I, I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's edition of Reliving the Extreme, as we continue rolling on through the history of ECW week to week. Please do join us on Patreon, patreon.com backslash reliving the extreme. And like I said, last week I am putting our shows uh, usually the next day after it's released on the podcast networks. I have them up on YouTube as well. If you go to the WNR podcast network on YouTube, if you prefer to use the YouTubes to listen to your podcast. So Aaron, Chad, any parting words before we sign off? Yeah, listen to the fucking shows. (laughs) Fuck. I hate Jessica. How about that? Aaron? <laughs> uh, just like Chad said, part of what Chad said, listen to the shows. You hate um, Jessica too? No. <laughs> I knew he, I knew that where it was going to go. <laughs> and fuck also, her, fuck her big thanks, boyfriend. Thanks for Here. keeping us up in like the the what, what we're usually what, rocking in like the 115-100 crowd. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. In the in the wrestling category, we're usually in the top. I mean, sometimes if you have a if you have a an off week or something like that, you, we might slip into the two hundreds. But Are normally you we're pounds. No, in the on the rankings for the podcast. Oh, I thought I, I thought you were talking about Jessica's boyfriend. <laughs> She's a, yeah. She he, he, he's in the top two hundred forty pounds. He ain't no cruiserweight. Put it that way. Uh, We're going to call him Bam Bam Bigelow. We'll see you next week, everybody. 